Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the show. It's me, your friend Jay. Welcome to the Sports Creators Podcast. And normally I launch into a multifaceted and awesome wrap up about the guests. But today, well, this guest doesn't need an introduction. Instead, I have a story. About a year and a half ago, as I set out to create this podcast, I had a list of high level individuals that I wanted on the show. And I didn't think that list would happen very quickly. And on that list was Coach Matt Rule. Coach Rule is the head coach of the Baylor Bears football team. Before that, he was the head coach of Temple, where he won a ton of games. It brings me so much joy to work with someone who's elite in so many ways, in terms of attitude, aptitude, his ability to create opportunities for others, just an all-around good leader. Without going into too many bullet points, Coach Rule discusses storytelling, the challenges of creating an internal creative agency, and how he keeps several hundred people on brand message. Our conversation crosses a number of topics, which helps me create and extract even more value than I originally thought. I'm grateful to work with him. Full disclosure, we work together at Baylor Athletics. It's weird to have a list over a year and a half ago and then have it come full circle. It gives me so much joy to share this conversation with yours truly and Coach Matt Rule. And with that, I'll get out the way. This interview has been a long time in the coming. First of all, someone who I really appreciate, love working with. Coach, welcome to the show. I'm uh, fired up to, to, to get here. It took long enough to, to get on, but uh, I appreciate what you do, and, and so I'm excited to be be a part of it. Well, appreciate you. Uh, we're we're going to jump right into it. I have to ask you about this. Everybody that comes on this show who's a creative type, I ask them this question. How do you self-identify? Because, you know, creative types, right? Sometimes we're bloggers, we're Twitter, we make a video. But as the head coach, right, you're like head marketer, you're sales guy. You're also like father to people. You run this huge organization. When you go to a party and people say, coach, what do you do? How do you answer that? Oh, man. Uh, you know, I, th I think of myself as a teacher first. I think of myself as, um, you know, I, I look at it like my, my job is to help the players in, in our program uh, improve their lives. And so that's on the field, off the field, and that's everywhere. And that, 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 that then that defining statement leads into everything else that we do. Right. Okay. So you, we've worked together at Baylor. Uh, you've joked with me, you know, about creative and social media. And one of the things I think people might be surprised is that you're really a creative type of like at your core. I figured out from working with you. So one of the things I really like, and people might be surprised that you're a storyteller, but not just that. One of the things I've noticed is that you understand like how people will receive a message. How did you develop that skill and what was that? Uh, where did that come from? Uh, it, it probably came from my mom and my dad. I mean, you know, my dad's, um, he, he's a minister, you know, so I've seen him get up on the pulpit and he's not a fire and brimstone type of a guy. Right. You know, he's a, uh, he's a quiet, gentle soul, you know, yeah. but, um, I've seen him take people down paths. I've seen him lead people to where he wants to go and, and in terms of the way he talks. And I've been around, you know, some great coaches who, you know, Joe Paterno, Tom Coughlin, who, who had a message. And, you know, if you want to get the message across to 18 to 20 year olds, 18 to 22 year olds, day in and day out, you better change the way you tell the story. Yeah. So, so I, I look at it from that perspective. And I also, I believe a lot in, in brand. You know, I think that at the end of the day, you have to identify who you are, what your personal brand is as an organization. We, we have to have a brand and it has to be recognizable and it has to be, you know, tangible and it has to be a day in and day out thing. And so if I want to have a brand, I have to consistently market it 
to our players and I have to say the same thing in different ways that that relates to them. So whether I'm talking about Jay-Z or I'm talking about yeah. a lion in the jungle, you yeah. know, I'm trying to get the same message across in as many different representations as I can. Yeah, that really leads into my next topic. How does creativity, you know, really play a part of being an elite program for you? Well, you know, I, I would say I would say number one, um, as coaches, sometimes you know we're we're, we're and you you know me like we yeah. don't want the cameras everywhere. We don't. <laughs> right, right. But you you better realize that that our young people. I look at my son; he's thirteen. They are having images flashed in front of their face. They're being marketed to right. um, all day long, and and if we want to have the same success, if we want to impress whether it's values or whether it's, you know, you know, a mission statement or, or philosophies, we better market that to them all the time. So obviously you can talk about it, you can live it, but then every opportunity you have to, to, to push the brand, right. to push what we're doing, to, to make our players feel more confident and feel tremendous pride in how hard they work, then I think that's where creative comes in. The, you know, they, they, they tell our story yeah. in a way that sends, sends our message and reaffirms our brand. And then at the same time, it shows everyone else out there, all of our other constituents, all of our other customers, our, our fans, our families and parents that are, you know, care so much about what we do, our recruits. Uh, they get a chance to, you know, peek behind the curtain yeah. and see what we're doing. But more importantly, see what we stand for and, and that we're doing what we say we do. Yeah, you talked about young people and pressing this message. How do you do that internally? We know what you do externally. How do you do that internally? Well, um, you know, I think, number one, um, you know, as a coach, we try to name and brand things even within our program that then peek back. You know, we try to we try to develop a process that we talk about all the time so right. that you, know, you can't have 50 philosophies and you can't have 50 slogans and 50 sayings. Yeah. You know, you better have one or two or three things that you wholeheartedly believe in. And, you know, I love to text the players sometimes and I'll say, hey, what do you, you know, just in the summer, I'll just text them like, hey, what do we stand for? Yeah. And I love when I hear our players get interviewed. Um, I always like to watch our player interviews because if they're saying if they're if they're saying the same things I'm saying, yeah. then the message is getting across. And if they're not, then I need to change my my way of doing it. Wow. But I, I think it goes even further, though, Jay. I think it's you know I use our creative team here. And obviously, they put things to go on social media, but they yeah. do things just just to be around the building, just for me to send to players, so that we're constantly reaffirming these messages, these philosophies uh, to our players in multiple. Because I believe in multiple representations, yeah. right? Like speak it, talk it, show them videos. Show them, uh, you know, great speakers. Show them other great. Show them all these different representations of the same message. Wow! So really, you're employing a lot of messaging internally as well as externally. Is what I hear you saying. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's really. I look at the creative team as being, you know, split right down the middle. You know, yep. there's the external, and, and so, and so, even like if I made a video, sometimes the videos are for everyone else, yeah. and sometimes they're for us. Yeah. And um, but at the same time. Um, you know, at the same time, everything, you know, anything, anything we send out also helps our team. But, you know, there's just specific things that I, I need our team to understand. And, and I have to use people that people like you that know what you're doing <laughs> right. to help me get. And that's why it's such a cool kind of collaborative process, because I have this vision in my head. Yeah. And it, it, as you know, the worst thing in the world is when there's so, you know what you want, but you can't do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so you have to have this relationship of, hey. Help me get this message. And that's that's why I like, you know, our creative people here. I, I like them to be at practice. Yeah. I like them to be in meetings. I like them to hear the message because how, how else can they tell the story if right. they don't know the story? Right. And so that's the that's the collaboration I think you need to, to effectively brand. 
Yeah, that's powerful stuff, Coach. So want to also pivot and talk a little bit about social media. We know the power of social media, right? It helps you get better players, you get better players, you win more games. But how can social media help with, with the well-being of your team, your guys as players? Well, I, I think um, the thing that we want to do is, we, you know, we want to be a tough – hardworking unit, you know, and so sort of sort of an old school, yeah. you know, vibe, which not everyone has all the time. Yeah. And so um, I, the way to get that done is when people take tremendous pride, when they start right. to walk a little taller saying, hey, you know what? I'm tougher than everybody else, man. Right. It, cause I'm tough. And when I mean tough, I'm not talking about I'm beating people up or right. pushing people. I'm talking about like I get up earlier than you. I work right. harder than you. I do things that other people won't do. Um, you start to feel like you have an edge over everyone else. And so one of the ways that we want to reaffirm that is we want to show our hard work and yeah. show our toughness and show us screening and doing things that most people would find, you know, unusual. Yeah. We, we, we want to, we want to show us doing that. And then we start to feel good about it. That's, you know, I see people on social media that are like CrossFitters, right? And, yeah. and they'll like some of my friends and they'll put on social media, the things that they do, they're doing things that I would never do. Right, right. And, and they're taking tremendous pride from it. And so I want to build pride uh, in the things that we do by showing the world, hey, look, look at all the things that we do. Look, look, look how hard our players work. Look at the way that they achieve under duress and hope that that then leads to confidence. And that's part of that multiple layers of messaging that you're really kind of t internal, external. Yes, sir. That's a, that's exactly it. That's how they fold on top of each other. I like it. I like it, coach. So have to talk to you. You've been talking about the creative team. You created a, a creative team, worked at the university, get the resources with, that you need. And I have to ask you about this because there's creatives all over the country. Some of them are working in basements. Some of them are working in uh, converted uh, uh, janitor's closets. Uh, how important or were you intentional in setting up a space for this team uh, where they can do their thing and be creative and ideate. Was that an intentional process for you? Physically, the location? Yeah, physically yeah. and just the way you let them work. Yeah, I mean, I think um, I think you have to integrate them. I mean, I think the, the, the sort of, there's a lot of places that are very, you know, corporate, you know, yeah, where there's like yeah. a hierarchy and, and uh, if you want to talk to the head coach, you know, you have, or the CEO, you have to make an appointment you see, yeah. and you get a, you know, a review. I don't, I don't believe in that necessarily. I believe in the, this principle of propinquity, which, which basically means that people that work close to each other right. or people that are close to each other develop relationships and begin to collaborate with each other. And wow. so, um, it really says it's like a, some research says like even like within 20 feet. And so if I want a really collaborative, creative, creative team, then I want to put them, I don't want to put them in cubicles. I want to put them in space. Yeah. Now they need to have their own area and they need to yeah. have time to be quiet. And I understand all that, but I want there to be a synergy and an energy in that room. And then we chose to get rid of a position meeting room okay. and put them there and we got rid of our recruiting room and put them there as well. Um, right in the hub of everything that we do so that um, they feel connected. They feel the energy of, of the place. They feel a relationship with all the coaches. They become part of our staff. And it's, again, it's that closeness, you know, really physical closeness, yep. proximity to each other that to me then leads to a closeness in terms of the messaging. Um, I always think back to the, the video you did uh, for me where you 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 didn't tell me what you were going to do, but you listened to the you listened to all the things I said and you represented them in the video. Yeah. And it was like, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for, you know, sometimes when we tell stories to the public, I want them to see the fun. Yeah. 
but I also sometimes for our players, I want them to hear the message. And um, I don't know how you do that if you're not, you know, day in and day out, yeah. boots on the ground. So is, is part of that as well, because for people that can't see this, this this room that you're describing is in the middle of all the other position rooms. Does it also speak to the importance to the program of creativity when you put them kind of in the hub? Absolutely. I think it, it number one, it speaks to trust. You know, yeah. like coaches, we can be a little paranoid. We don't want to always let people into right. the circle of trust. Yeah. But also, uh, yeah, I think it speaks to the importance. I mean, at, at the end of the day, um, you know, I, ne- I never want to be invasive. Yeah. I never want cameras... Uh, where the kids feel like everything's a show, yeah. you know, it has to be. Everything has you to be. You don't want real. that hard knocks feel right. to it. You know, where you're, where you're always, you're, where you always have to feel like you have to be edited. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I know we have to tell our story, right. and so I want, I want, I want that creative team here, and I want them around, and I think that's that comfort and that uh, relationship also lets us, you know, be more honest as we tell our stories, yeah. you know, around them. Yeah, no, it's powerful. So want to talk to you a little bit about social media because you have a really unique philosophy, right? Like I follow all the programs. I know you do as well. And one of the things when you first came here, uh, you changed up a lot of things. But one of the things that you do is that you also like retweet recruits or people that you are recruiting in the process when they commit to other institutions. Like, where did that come from? Because I know some people are looking and you say, what's Coach Rule doing? That's like one of the greatest times in a young person's life is when they're getting recruited. Like they have people saying to them, Hey, I'm going to help you change your life by offering you an education to come play football. And so, you know, when we offer a kid and then he gets another offer, I retweet it. You know, when, when a kid's committed to us and he gets another offer, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm supposed to be the adult. I'm not supposed to be spiteful, you know, so uh, I retweet it. You know, uh, I know when something good happens in my family's life, a lot of my family members, they put it on social media, you know, and and I I retweet it. So I just want to be supportive of the people that we're recruiting. Um, If they come here, great. If they go somewhere else, then that might be the best place for them. Great. You know, so I just think it's a cool way of telling people, hey, I hear you. I see you. You know, I think in life... um, we all want to be seen, right? Yeah. You know, we want to know that people are paying attention to us. And so um, I think any chance I have to tell someone, hey, I, I hear you, I see you, congratulations, that, that's a cool thing to do. So how hard was it? Because a lot of coaches, a lot of programs are just about their program. So you've kind of gone outside of that and done your own thing. Is that hard sometimes to step out and do your own thing in that way? Well, I just think it takes confidence. You know, yeah. if you, not even confidence, but belief. Like if, yeah. if you really believe that you're going to be successful yep. and if you really believe that you control your destiny, that yep. you're not, you know, subject to something else, then, you know, you can support other people. So, you know, um, I'm not saying I'm going to sit there and retweet my direct competitor on a crew, you know, right. on a regular basis. Yeah, but, but I mean, I, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to follow Willie Taggart at Florida State because yeah. he's my friend. And when yeah. he does something cool, I'm going to retweet it. Yeah. And, and I'm going to retweat other, I, I retweet, you know, Coach Patterson at TCU. I have a tremendous amount of respect for him. And, you know, he, he and his wife or his wife was doing something to, to help people. And I retweeted it. And um, I just have a lot of respect for coaches. And I think, uh, you know, it's probably the same in creative, you know, which if you have a tremendous amount of respect for what you do, right. then you, you, while you're in competition with other people that do what you do, yeah. you also want to support the, the, uh, the business and the brand and, you know, and, and, and that, and for me, it's coaching. So I, I try to, I try to retweet or, or post positive things yeah. about the game that I love and, and the, and the career that I love. No, that's cool. Cause one of the things I think people can take away from what you just said is like, part of your brand, part of what you're doing is just being real like you will with your family members. Like you said, some of your family members share great things in their lives. You know, some of these folks who you share it, which is cool because some people are always trying to figure out what's my brand, how do I do it? Right. But just, there's a lot of authenticity from what I hear and what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I think I think if you're tr- like people, tr- people, I hear people say, you know, what's, you know, they try to create a brand for themselves. Yeah, yeah. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to create an edited version of themselves, yeah. how, how they want to be seen. Right. And brand to me is, you know, who you really are. You know, I, I tell the story all the time, like, 
Um, if you, you know, when I see a, when I see a, a, a Pepsi diet Pepsi can or a Pepsi yeah. can, I mean, I see that logo, I see the color, man, I know what I'm going to get inside. Right. So right. The, the, the brand, the logo tells me yeah. what I'm going to, if I open it up and all of a sudden it's a Mountain Dew, you know, I might like Mountain Dew, but I'll, I'll, it's not what I thought. And so your brand to me can't just be how people see you or how you want to be seen. It has to be who you are. Yeah. And then you have to do your best. To, you can't be it every day, but you have to try, yeah. you have to try to live up to that. And um, when your brand is aligned with who you are, yeah. then eventually I think you'll be successful. No, I love it. So one of the questions I always get from people like, what is coach like? And from my perspective, you allow people to do their jobs. And so one of the things I want to talk about is this creative team that you've got. It seems like you've, you allow them to try things. Now, I'm not saying everything goes out, right? But, but you give them this space to try new things, be different. How important is that to you and the brand? I think it's, I think it's, I think it's vital, and I think they have to understand that I'm going to say, no, I hate it and walk out sometimes. And they have to just, there's no feelings in this. Right. Right. And, um, there's sometimes I say, I'm not sure I don't like it. And I'll bring in, you know, guys I have on my staff that, that, you know, recruit, you know, are more related to the recruits or, yeah. you know, they spend more time with the recruits or maybe a little younger and they'll say, no coach, that's really cool. Yeah. So I, I, I don't ever want to be the end all be all. I want to share it and, yeah. you know, but sometimes there's things that just don't say my message or say it right. in the way that I want. And so to me, what you can't have, you can't have somebody who feels like, oh, this is my thing. This yeah. is our thing. Yeah. And I can't feel like it's my thing. I have to then allow you, it has to be our thing. I have to allow you to try new things, to push things. I have to be willing to be uncomfortable at yeah. times with things that we're doing. Um, that comes, again, that goes back to where we started though, the trust, yeah. the relationship, the proximity. But um, yeah, I want guys to, I want them to come bring me cutting edge things all yeah. the time. I want them to sell it to me. Like if I say I'm not sure, I want them to yeah. say, no, it's great because of this. Right. I really like it when, when, it, when someone comes to me halfway through something and says, hey, I started this. Here's where I'm going. Here's my vision. Not so that I can tell them what to do, but it gets me stimulated, yeah. man. It gets me say like, oh, that's awesome. Hey, and sometimes maybe, maybe once every 10 times I might have an idea of something. If it's something internal, yeah. external, I mean, I, I just trust people to get it done, but internal, yeah. hey, there's one more message I want to get across these players. So it's been a really fun collaborative process since I've gotten to Baylor because the people that I've worked with, you know, you and all these other folks um, haven't ever taken it personal. Yeah. You know, they've taken it as a challenge, you know, as a, as a, hey, let's make it even better. Let's make it even better. And that to me is how all great art happens, right? Yeah. Was when you, when you, when you do something, then you keep making it better and yeah. you keep elevating your standard. Eventually you, you hit greatness. And uh, that, that's probably the goal of, of everything that we send out is for it to be great. Yeah. No, I, I love what you're saying. Have to talk to you about uh, this creative process, right? Creating a team. You guys have created a team here um, and other elite teams have done that. So, but, but talking about that, what was the most difficult part of that process, right? Because we know the NFL teams, for example, have been for a while, have had internal agencies. It's a newer phenomenon in college sports. It's a new phenomenon here. What were the difficult points going through that process? And, and what are some of the pain points today that you're still experiencing? I think the hard part of the process is, um, number one, I, I didn't select the people, right? You know, so it's not like, I, it's not like, like as a football coach, you go out and you hire yeah. your coaches. So you select them. Because it's outside my realm, someone else selected them. Right. Now they said, you know, are you comfortable with this? And, you know, um, but as a football coach, you get so used to hiring people you've worked with because yeah. you know their work ethic. Because right. this is a, you know, this, for, for me, this is a six to, to six a.m. to, you know, midnight job right. most days. Right. And so you, if you're going to let someone into the, you know, in, into the inside, you want to know that they have the, the work ethic yeah. and the, and the things I just talked about, that they're going to work well with each other, that they're going to be able to handle it when you don't like what they did, that yeah. they're going to take feedback. 
And you really never know that about somebody until you work with them, right? You know what I'm saying? So, so there's just so much trust there. Um, but I think you have to trust the people that are in charge of hiring to yeah. say, hey, you'll hire great people. And then you also have to be willing to, you know, to, to mentor and show people, hey, this is the way we do things. And then you have to be willing to adapt. You know, if if if, if there's a better way for me to do it, yeah. then you know, at the end of the day, my job is to coach football, yeah. and, and and creative is a tool to help me. But it's not my it's not my forte. So it's like me trying to tell my wife, you know, who went to culinary school how to how to cook something. I mean, yeah. it's like I can tell her if I like it or not, but I can't tell her how to make it better. Right, right. And I so I have to take the same approach with the creative folks. So how has it evolved with uh, working with student athletes and people that you're recruiting? Because we know where you start in your career and how it is today is different. How do you stay on top of that? I. I really have to sort of, uh, I, I, mean, I try to follow everything that I, I try to follow social media. So I see yeah. other things that are happening. I, you know, I think I, when I, I, I probably hope that I can, I might not be able to pick out the right music and stuff, but yeah. I, I feel like I can still see things that have that edge that I like. Yeah. Um, and I have to have people around me that I trust that will tell me, no coach, this is really cool. <laughs> this is really relevant. Yeah. Um, so I think those things are all, I have to just have a lot of trust. I have to try to stay on top of things. You know I mean? I like a certain style of thing. Like I, I am like an old graffiti yeah. type of guy. Like I like graffiti. I like art. I like urban yeah. art. So, so for me, um, if things are kind of trending in that direction, I'm naturally going to like them. And then I have to just trust people to help me with things that maybe I'm not quite as familiar with. Yeah. So coach, as we wrap up here, I want to talk a little bit about brand. So how do you keep people on brand? You know, you talked a little bit, uh, you know, how do you keep the creatives on brand? And then how do you keep, keep the overall staff? Because we know on college campuses, right? You have university messaging. We've got 18 programs here at Baylor and there's a lot of th- different messages going on. How do you keep everybody on message? Well, it's hard. <laughs> okay. And, be, and because, uh, it really goes to, you know, we get, we, we get stagnant and complacent yeah. and we yeah. want to say something different and we start to have anxiety or people hearing this anymore. Yep. Um, I think words are so powerful. And so if you, if you try to say the same thing, um, you have to say it in different representations, but you can't say different things, meaning the same, you know, or else people yeah. lose what you're saying. And so yeah. I just think, again, if your brand is not truly who you are, then you're always going to battle that. But if you 1000% believe like, hey, this is our brand, yeah. then it's so much easier to, to stay on message. And then you have to have someone that has the the diligence and, and the, you know, is not willing to be the jerk every day and yeah. say, no, no, we're not doing here. We're not yeah. going here. We are going to say and be these things day in and day out. And so it just takes discipline, you know, and it takes it takes uh, belief in what you're doing. Do you have things internally that you'd like to do to see if people know where they are on, on brand messaging? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I'll have, you can probably ask most of the staff. I'll uh, <laughs> I'll um, I'll uh, take take tests all the time. And we have, you really? know, not just our, our brand, but that's our kind of our whole process for everything that we believe in our philosophy, yeah. our core values. I mean, I'll, I'll test people on them. And um, because if you have to look at your phone real quick or yep. you have to think about it, then you're not really doing it. Like, I don't have to think about my phone number. You know, I don't have to think yeah. about my kids' names. Like, And so I want brand to be so, in, in, you know, uh, so a part of everything that we do that you, you can repeat it without saying. That's why I was saying I, I love texting. I text my old players in the NFL and I'll say, what's the brand? Yeah. And they can be wow. playing for the Indianapolis Colts. They can be playing for the Baltimore Ravens. And they'll spit it back to me. And that me that to me means it was real. And I just don't ever want to do anything that's not authentic, that's not real. I'd rather do nothing than do something fake. Wow. Love it, Coach. appreciate your time right before the season. Good luck this season. I really uh, love talking to you about storytelling and branding because it's always great working with you. appreciate your time. I appreciate you. Thanks for having me on. That about wraps it up. I really appreciate Matt Rule, head coach of the Baylor Bears, for coming on the show. Please go check me out at JFX on Twitter. Let's connect. Let's connect.